0: Here we are on episode three of the lending series and we're going to be talking about three case studies in a bit more detail, we'll keep it short and sweet, but in a bit more detail, I think it's three, no, it's four, four case studies, which we came through um, pretty early on projects which we funded through DJF um, some time back. And these have started come through we've we've managed them out and concluded and been repaid Um, and I'm just going to talk you through the numbers on these um, to get an understanding of why uh, investors use bridging finance um, and just a uh, a bit of an understanding on what sort of projects you'll fund it for outside of uh, the typical baby buy to let's so these are a little bit more quirky um, or or slightly different, to say the least. So uh, first up, we've got a loan to purchase a mixed use property for redevelopment. This was a shop and top a hairdresser's with a residential flat above. It was in a largely residential area anyway, um, but this corner property had a hairdresser's salon on the ground floor and a small. Um, residential flat upstairs, two or three beds. So the property was purchased for £90,000 and the planning was um, put in to convert the shop and flat into a smaller shop. So we brought the shop to the front of the property, giving that back storage space to the residential part of the building and turning the two or three bed flat upstairs into a four bedroom HMO. Um, incorporated a garage and an, and an extension. The um, budget for that was around about ninety thousand pounds. So total purchase plus development ninety thousand pounds. I'm not sure if that includes the finance costs, um, but this achieved a GDV of two hundred and thirty thousand pounds, based on uh, the income. I think uh, partly uh, and also the uh, the brick and mortar value. So. Prior to development, um, large retail space downstairs with an integral garage on the ground floor. Um, So there was a one bedroom flat uh, at the rear of the property. Uh, The developer took the property through planning, changed the retail unit from A1 to A2, reclaimed the garage space for part of the HMO, uh, and added that space for the four bed HMO. So on the ground floor, you then have A much smaller shop unit at the front uh, with a bedroom and communal space at the back of the ground floor and then three ensuite bedrooms upstairs. Um, The market rent that this property generated after conversion was £31,000 and the market value £230,000. So the investor is probably paying commercial rates, 5% on their mortgage. So maybe 10,000 pounds a year on their mortgage, Um, but hey, they're generating 30, so that's kicking off good bit of profit. Um, Because of planning, that project did take a little while longer, uh, 20 months in total. So there was an extension at the 12 month point, but the investor was happy to sit in on that one. Interest was paid every month, um, and it was a great return for them. Second project we've got had a bit of difficulty, okay, so this is where one maybe did go wrong. This was a newsagents with a shop above. It was purchased at £115,000. TGF loaned 75% of that, which is around about £86,000. And the property was refurbished with a £20,000 budget. Sorry, there were two flats above the shop. Um, GDV was £130,000 but because of the uh, pub next door uh, did have difficulties with mortgage lenders on this. So the exit finance was with Interbay on commercial terms around about five, five and a half percent for the mortgage. Uh, But we've got three units rented, a one bedroom apartment, two bedroom apartment, both of which were renovated and the news agents which kept the same tenant in situ. that project was nine months in and out, fairly straightforward. It's pretty light refurb, you know, uh, one, uh, a couple of flats should take six to 10 weeks for both um, before tenanting and refinancing out. Um, so that was uh, relatively straightforward, um, but quirky on the exit for the mortgages, mortgageability at the end. Um, Our third case study today was a conversion of two retail units uh, with full planning to convert those two retail units into two one bedroom flats to two bedroom flats and two terraced houses. This was in Kingston upon Hull. Uh, The development budget was £150,000 and that was secured on a loan against the GDV of the site, which was £385,000. The property was purchased cash, the developer went through the planning process over a couple of years, maximising the site, Um, and it was achieved around about £385,000 with income across those six units of, uh, I think, £3,500 per month, maybe £4,000 per month. Um, Ah, here we go, sorry, confirmed market rental value of £31,000 per annum. So that's uh, that's pretty chunky for Kingston upon Hull. Uh, they Each of those units will be on a single AST to a private tenant or social tenant. Um, and the DJF loan of £150,000 against £385,000 when completed was pretty secure. Um, there were delays with the planning. It was a bit more of a complex renovation than your classic kitchen bathroom plastering and redecoration, so that took 18 months in total um, but the investors were happy to work with the borrower there and extend. Finally last case study for today we've got a loan to purchase pub with planning for redevelopment uh, so part of the options that people will negotiate when submitting offers subject to planning is that uh, they typically have to complete fairly quickly once that planning is concluded because vendors have Sat tight and worked through the planning process for maybe six, nine, twelve months, maybe longer, with prospective buyers. Um, so I mean, you'd hate to to do all that work going through planning and then not complete in time and have someone else buy the property from underneath you. That would not be so good. Uh, so this was loan of two hundred and thirty-two thousand pounds secured against the purchase, uh, first charge towards the purchase price of the property. Um, the borough had their own funds for the development. The development budget was £180,000. Um, it was a pretty large pub uh, with residential to the rear, and that was to be confer- uh, converted to an eight-bedroom hostel and four self-contained units to the rear. Uh, gross development value of six to £700,000. Um, I mean, each of those four flats rented for a total of £1,900 per month across those four units. And then you've got the eight bedroom hostel, maybe on a social contract, I'm not sure, um, to the council at the front as well. So that project was in and out. Uh, The borrower had their own build team involved, run their private construction firm. So that went through pretty pretty swiftly, completed and concluded in between nine and 10 months with repayment. So that was uh, that was a a good project. I mean, looking at the three of these, that's probably the cleanest um, other than the very basic flats. Uh, The planning had delays. So, I mean, you you can almost guarantee that that's going to happen. The news agents with two flats above, that was that that was fine. Um, Pretty quick, pretty low development risk in terms of just renovating the flats and tenanting those. I mean, once they're tenanted, you're covering your cost of finance, so you're not too worried. Um, the uh, retail units into into six separate residentials. Um, that's a pretty large scale development. Um, I think there were challenges with the builder on, on that one, getting getting things wrapped up, um, but but we did get there with a small six month extension. Um, and finally, the pub conversion, that went brilliantly. Uh, why Why did that go brilliantly? So the borrower there <clears throat> uh, did have their own construction firm, which helps. So you're not rely- relying on third-party contractors. Um, they were skilled at raising private finance. They had a £180,000 development budget, which came through their own means, uh, i.e. their own funds or their own investors' funds. Uh, And they were sat on a portfolio of largely HMOs, I think, um, that were tenanted cash flow producing properties. So servicing that interest each month was no challenge to them, even though the interest payment was somewhere around the two and a half thousand pound mark. So, yeah, that's that's the key takeaways, I think, having uh, being skilled at raising private finance. Having your own in-house construction f- firm uh, or one that you're very closely affiliated to and having a portfolio of cash flow properties. So that's, that's something to work towards um, as a prospective borrower or, or portfolio landlord. Next week, we'll be diving into the detail of a couple of other projects, um, things that maybe haven't gone so well, have gone well. Um, and we hope to see you there. Thanks for tuning in. Bye bye.